This is Trent Brands. I am the host of Rich Agent, Poor Agent, the show that exposes poor agent beliefs and discusses rich agent mindsets. Here we go. All right, so to begin this podcast journey, I'm going to discuss the number one question I hear on a nearly daily basis. That question, I'm a brand new agent. What do I do? So I first want to start off by saying who I am. My name's Trent Brands. I'm a military veteran. I started helping people buy and sell real estate in 2016. Now licensed in multiple states. I live right outside Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which is uh, just near South Florida on the eastern side, so the Atlantic Ocean coast over here. So I've started this podcast to share my knowledge of sales, prospecting, dealing with clients, starting your business, handling issues, and overall just making it work. Look, I've made a ton of mistakes and believed loads of false information, and I want to help you cut through the BS and get on the right path as fast as possible. The way I'm going to discuss these limiting beliefs and actions is I'm going to discuss the poor agent way of doing things and the rich agent way of doing things. And by that, I mean, um, if you've ever read the book by Robert Kiyosaki, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, he, he discusses how he had basically two father figures in his life. One was his rich dad and one was his poor dad. Uh, his rich dad was actually a friend of his father, and that friend's father was rich as is stated, and uh, he was very wealthy. He had a lot of things going for him, not just money-wise, but uh, he understood life and how to deal with things, uh, how to use your business in ways so that you can end up controlling your life and not the business controls your life. Um, and then his poor dad mentality was his actual father, who was, uh, by all accounts, a very nice guy, but he was just ill-informed. He didn't understand money, and he made mistakes, common mistakes that a lot of people make because he was um, not informed. He didn't, he didn't know the other way of doing things. So following that, uh, I, I'm going to have the rich agent way of doing things and the poor agent way of doing things. And I'm going to try to break down um, different subjects within this subject. This subject is, you know, I'm a brand new agent. What do I do next? Or what do I do now? Um, And now I'm going to discuss, okay, these are the different topics that you need to be thinking about. And these are the things you're going to hear from poor agent or limiting belief type Uh, people. And then here's the actual, this is what you actually need to do to become a rich agent. And a rich agent doesn't just mean you're making uh, a ton of money off of a ton of deals. A rich agent is someone that is happy and fulfilled and on the right path. Okay, so the first subject that we're going to talk about um, is a limiting belief, a poor agent mindset, which is don't mix family with your business or don't mix your sphere. Yeah, I'm sure you might have already started hearing this. You're going to hear it a lot in real estate. It's called sphere of influence. So what your sphere of influence is, it's your family, your friends, the community around you, people that you'd either call friends or acquaintances that you know and they know you, um, at least on a first name, 
basis or they know your face enough that they'd say hey to you in a crowd, this is your sphere. These are people that know of you, okay? Okay, so the first limiting belief is from poor agents that states you shouldn't lean on your sphere of influence, your family, your friends. You should not do business with them. And, and the reasoning that they have in their mind, um, it, it could come from a bunch of different things. It could come from somebody already have telling them that. It could come from maybe a bad experience they have where they say, oh, my brother or sister-in-law was so mean to me when I went to sell their house. It ruined the friendship. And now Thanksgiving's weird. And blah, 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 blah. You know, they, they're always going to have some story of why they believe in that. I'm going to tell you right now that not only should you not listen to the limiting belief of not using your friends and family, but you should actually go the complete opposite way. Uh, the rich agents, the smart agents, the ones that have been in the business and have been successful in the business know that you need to lean on your sphere first. Okay, so you may be asking why. Why, why would I need to talk to my sphere or my friends and family first? Okay, and, and the why to that, uh, the number one, as you get further along in this business, you, you'll learn about leads. You know, you, sometimes people have to buy internet leads. Uh, I buy internet leads. Uh, you need to buy phone numbers and stuff like that to get people's information so that you can find new business, right? People that you don't know that if you learn who they are and they learn who you are and they use you for the business, um, you know, then, then that's new business for you. Uh, you have to purchase those leads, right? Internet leads, um, stuff like that. Well, these are by far the cheapest leads that you will ever come across is people that you know, your friends and family, or just people in your community, cheapest leads possible, okay? So you need to take advantage of that. Um, the, the biggest thing that you're going to get out of talking to people in your sphere first is a couple different things. Um, first, they are comfortable with you already. They already know who you are. They know your intentions. They know you're not some, you know, cheap, slimy salesman that's just trying to get them to do something because you're trying to look for a commission, right? They, they know who you are. As long as you haven't screwed them over at some point in time, they're going to trust you, right? So they, that's, it's kind of a layup, right? In basketball terms, it's, it's not a hard shot. It's pretty easy, you know? So these will be easier people to talk to. And while you're talking to them, while you're discussing, you know, hey, I, I love this real estate thing, I'm having a blast with it, blah, 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 whatever you're talking about, um, you're going to become more comfortable with talking to people in general about real estate. You're also going to learn the questions, the common questions people ask when you're discussing real estate, when you meet someone new and they start to discussing real estate, what's the different things they're going to be talking about? Well, if you can kind of practice on your friends and family and your sphere of influence, those around you, um, you, you'll get really good at just kind of BSing with somebody about different things, okay? So you might be saying, all right, well, how then do I do this? How, how do I discuss this with my sphere of influence um, without, you know, coming across too salesy or sounding kind of slimy, you know? How do I do that? Um, so the number one thing I would say is call them. Uh, just straight up pick up the phone. If you don't have their number, then contact someone that you know does. You know, if it's your mom's friend, Cindy, that you see every day, she's always over at your house, you know, or over at your mom's house drinking wine with your mom. You say, hey, mom, what's Cindy's number? I'm going to give her a call, right? Uh, 
you, you need to go that far with this. It's not just about your friends and family. It's about the family of your friends and the friends of your family. You need to expand this out. You need to talk to as many people that you somewhat know, that have somewhat of connection to you as you can. Because like I said, this is the cheapest lead for you. Uh, this is the easiest way to get your name out there. So call them. Um, and when you do call them, it doesn't have to be straight to the point. Uh, you know, you do want to avoid just sounding like you're trying to sell them something. Yeah. Say, Hey, you know, this is Trent. Uh, you know, you remember me, I, I'm the one that always sits, you know, over here at our group meeting thing that we always do, whatever the hell you're talking about. I don't know, but you, you know, start that intro. Hey, how you doing? Uh, introduce yourself again and say, uh, you know, hey, I, I'm in real estate. I just wanted to call to let you know. And I wanted to ask you, who do you know that may need real estate help in the future? And then just shut the hell up. Okay, you ask that question. Ask this question. If you're taking notes, this is the one question you need to know. It is, who do you know that may need real estate help in the future? And like I said, you just shut up after that. Okay, let them do the talking. Don't even if it gets awkward for a couple seconds, do not be the first one to speak. Let them speak. And if they pause for a long time, if they're like, kind of like, uh, and then say, oh, I don't know anybody, say, hey, I, I know you're thinking of somebody. Who are you thinking of when you, when you pause there? Okay. And you can make this a fun thing. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, a bad thing. Know what your intentions are. Your, your intentions aren't to just make money off of people. You, you got into real estate to help people buy and sell their house, right? There's a, there's a lot of crappy real estate agents out there, and, and you're better than them, right? You, you have better intentions. Even though you might not have the same level of experience at this point, you're going to be a better agent for them than most agents that are out there, right? So just keep that in the back of your mind. Don't don't get embarrassed because you're trying to do something of service for them. So like I said, the, the call is probably the best way to do this. I, I, I like calling people. Um, uh, biggest thing is, is that if the call doesn't go well, at least you're not right in front of them. Um, and, and the next biggest thing, which you'll you kind of find as you get uh, deeper into this real estate thing, is that people sometimes avoid the phone call um, because they say, oh, I'm better in person or, you know, maybe if they just saw me or whatever, it's going to be a better deal. It's not. Um, and if you drive somewhere for an appointment or something that you think's an appointment and it goes horribly, then you're going to feel like crap afterwards because you'll be like, dude, I just drove like 15 minutes here. Got to drive 15 minutes home all for this one person when you could have just picked up the phone. And if it did end bad, it's done in like 30 seconds. You hang up and you can call the next person. Okay. So that's, that's another big thing you'll kind of see in this. And we'll go over it some other time. The quickest way you can get through as many people as possible, especially in stuff like this, you know, where you're calling them, just ask them, who do you know that may need real estate help in the future? Just call them. That's the quickest way to do it. Um, and, and don't waste their time. Don't waste your time. You know, if you drive all the way out there and get in their face just for them to say, no, man, that's a lot of time wasted. That's a lot of phone calls you could have made in that 20, 30 minutes that you drove all the way out there just for them to be like, no, dude, I don't know anybody. Get the hell out of here. Okay. So to kind of rehash on that, uh, the poor agent belief is don't mix family with your business. The rich agent belief is absolutely mix family with your business, lean on your family 
for your business and expect your family to bring you business. You know, at some point, you know, don't feel bashful about this because if you're like me, you know, I take care of my family with my money. Uh, you know, I, I sold a house uh, about a month ago, and the first thing I thought about is the different family f- and friends that I could take care of with the money that I got out of that investment, right? And, and if you're like me in that way, then, then you shouldn't feel bashful or weird about asking your family to help you with your business. You really shouldn't. So get that out of your head. So the next one that I really want to hit on, uh, I think that sphere one is big because that's uh, something that you can do now, okay? And the next one is one that I heard a couple times when I first got into the business. And um, now that I'm, you know, uh, what I joined in 2016, I'm four, four or five years in the business now. Um, I, I know this to not be true and it was something that sat in the back of my head for a long time, I think limited me for a long time because I believed it to be true. That limiting belief, that poor agent belief is you have to spend money to make money, okay? The rich agent belief is you actually have to have courage to make money, okay? So they say you have to spend money to make money. That is completely not true. You have to have courage not money, but courage to make money. So this is something that uh, I think as a new agent, you definitely have to know this uh, because I think not only is it a limiting belief, it was something that kind of put me down in the beginning. Uh, I remember I was sitting in the uh, office at the real estate office there, uh, probably the first or second week I had my license surrounded by all these old agents that were telling me a million different things to do and Um, Most of them were things you had to spend money on. I think at the time some guy was telling me that I needed to mail out um, personalized letters to different homeowners. Um, (laughs) This is just how stupid this was. Uh, I mean, this guy was an older guy. He'd probably been in the business for 25 plus years. He said, yeah, you need to mail out all these letters. And I remember, um, I think, uh, you know, when, when I had gotten my classes done, I didn't have much money. I didn't have much money at all. And so um, I said to him, I was like, well, what am I going to hand deliver these? I don't have enough to be buying all the postage. And he said, you have to spend money to make money. Um, Yeah, it's it's just not true. Uh, I mean, as your business gets bigger, there are going to be expenses. There are going to be things that you are going to have to foot the bill on. But in the beginning... Um, you just you just need to have courage, uh, and it goes back to that leaning on your sphere. You need to have the guts to go up to people and just start talking about what you're doing and who you are, and eventually you will get your first transaction. And and I mean, you literally don't have to spend any money. Maybe the money on gas money if you had to drive to the place to show them a house or something, but. Beyond that, it, you don't need a ton of money to get started in this business. Uh, it, it's a great thing, and it's a bad thing about this business. A lot of people get into it. I'm in the Miami MLS right now, which is the largest MLS. And it seems like every other person is an agent down here. I think there's over 40,000 agents in this MLS. Um, because it's such a low barrier of entry, you know, you have to pay for these classes, and then, yeah, you know, you pay for your test, and then you're licensed. So, um you do not have to spend money to make money. Um, you have to have courage. You have to have commitment to 
um, getting this done. And, uh, you know, if your first knee-jerk reaction is, oh, I need to get a website or I need to have this done or I need to have that done, it's, it's just not true. Um, you're going to uh, overanalyze and, um, I think, just slow down the whole process for yourself when you say, oh, I need money to make money. It, it's, you know, it's a fallacy. It was something that I was told and later found out was completely untrue. Um, I, you know, another prime example of this is a uh, agent in Alabama. He actually has a coaching program, free coaching program. His name is Ricky Carruth. Uh, he has zero to diamond.com is his uh, coaching stuff. I, I remember the, the one day um, I was listening to him talk, and he said that he had done over 100 transactions uh, for, I think, at that time for three years in a row. And he had never even updated his Zillow bio. They didn't even have that updated, you know. And um, I, I laugh about that because I remember when I first got in, in you know, they had like this whole checklist of stuff for me to do. Fill out your realtor.com profile. Fill out your Zillow profile. Fill out this and that. I mean, yeah, that helps, but not really. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many people looked up my Zillow profile, maybe one out of all my clients has ever looked me up before they used me. Okay. So it's, it's just something, you know, it's busy work. It's busy work. That's all that is. Um, really what you need to do is you need to have courage. You don't need to spend any money on, on leads right now. You need to just go up to the people that you know, um, you know, circling back to that sphere of influence, go up to those people, have the courage to talk to them and talk to uh, random people, you know, talk to people that you just see out and about. Maybe just happen to run into somebody at the grocery store. You both reach for the freaking ketchup bottle and you're like, oh, I love Heinz ketchup, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. Hey, I'm in real estate if you ever need anybody. It's just that simple. Uh, one of the uh, first clients I ever had uh, talking about courage. Um, uh, he was a realist or not real estate, a gas station attendant. He owned a gas station and was in there every single day. It was the same freaking gas station I'd gone to for like two years before I had my license. Well, um, I start wearing my name tag everywhere. And I suggest that you do too. Wear your name tag absolutely everywhere that says a uh, realtor on it and then your name. So people look at it because people read name tags, believe it or not, all the time. And we'll talk to you about real estate because of your name tag. I'm wearing my name tag, I go in there. And one of the few times I walked in to actually get my my card swiped inside. I, I think I wanted like an energy drink or something. I've cut back on energy drinks now. But uh, I wanted an energy drink. So I went in there, got my sugar-free Red Bull or whatever the hell I got. And I was standing there in line. And I could tell the gas station attendant kept looking at me. And he looked at my name tag is what he was looking at. And we were kind of standing there and there was just kind of an awkward silence. And I, I could tell he read it and I stood there and I was like, should I ask him? And I was like, screw it. I'll ask him. And I was like, hey. I was like, do you, do you ever need anybody to help you with real estate? And he kind of looked at me and smiled and he said, yeah, uh, actually I, I'm looking for a house. And that ended up being, I think either my second or my third client that I ever had was, um, was that guy there, the, the guy that owned the gas station. And that ended up turning into three deals total because he bought a house. He was living in a condo that was owned by his brother-in-law. 
that then needed to sell that condo. And then from that condo, I ended up picking up another buyer that was buying another house. So, you know, this is, uh, this is how this thing works. It's kind of like dominoes, but you, you've got to push this first domino over. You know, you, you've seen the, I'm sure you've seen the YouTube videos where people set up like thousands of dominoes in a row and you watch them just go all over the place. Well, you can't start this domino effect until you push the first one over. And, and it takes courage. It takes courage to push that first one over. But once you do it, you know, you, you could be uh, making a whole huge line of them push down, especially when you get into the right group. So the main thing is just have courage, have, uh, you know, and like I said, the courage to uh, believe in yourself and say, hey, you know what, I'm just going to ask this person, what does it hurt? What are they going to say? No. Okay. Next person, you know, you, you, you're going to find that out in life with a lot of things. You're going to hear no a bunch. doesn't matter. Just wait till the next yes. Okay. So our next uh, limiting belief um, is the poor agent belief that social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, um, isn't serious advertising. It doesn't work. Uh, you can't actually get business from that. If anybody's going to see it on your social media, they would have contacted you anyway. Uh, it doesn't work very well. Okay, that's the poor agent mindset. The rich agent mindset is you need to flood, flood social media with what you're doing all the time. Okay. So to discuss uh, and kind of dissect the poor agent mindset of social media, this this um, idea that social media isn't serious advertising, it doesn't work, is absolutely false. So let's talk about the monster, the monster social media monster, which is Facebook. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw out some Facebook stats that I think go counter to that poor agent mindset that social media isn't serious advertising. Facebook has 1.5 billion, with a B, billion daily users. Um, seven out of 10 Americans, so 70% of Americans have a Facebook. Um, Facebook's daily users average 40 minutes a day on the app. 40 minutes on Facebook alone. That's crazy. Seeing as a lot of people don't even work out for 15 minutes, their average usage of Facebook is 40 minutes a day. Okay, so this is a platform of many, but this is the big one um, that you need to be on. I'm sure you are probably already on. If you're my age or younger, you're on a lot of these social medias, grew up with the social medias, and that's a great thing. That's an amazing thing for you because, you know, just people that are a little bit, I'm, I'm 30, I'm 30 years old, people that are just a little bit younger than me, five to seven years younger than me, um, their social media reach is so much greater than mine because they grew up with it even more than I did. I, I grew up, this is going to age me a little bit, but I grew up when there was even MySpace around. Okay, MySpace was cool when I, when I was growing up. Um, but, you, you know, these younger people have all grown up with social medias where people have like seven to 10,000 followers on their Instagram account and they're just like a regular dude or girl that it's just, you know, you guys grew up with it. You added a ton of people as you grew up and you knew all these people on Instagram and Facebook. This is great. Um, you need to use this. 
Instagram and Facebook, uh, I, they're owned by the same company now. Um, you need to use these. You need to use the stories. You need to use the posts. You need to be posting. Um, another thing you need to make note of, you need to be posting every single day, at least something on all platforms. Okay, so what I mean by this, uh, obviously you don't want to just get in front of the camera every single day and uh, spew the same thing. You know, oh, I'm in real estate now, blah, blah, blah. Make it interesting. You know, um, I moved to Miami and literally I think probably the second day I was here, what I did was I went and I did a showing for a house for myself. Okay. That's, and that's what I did. I did that in the beginning too. So what I'd do is I'd walk into the house, make sure it's a vacant house so people don't get weirded out that you film their stuff. But I'd go into the vacant house and I'd just go live on Facebook. Okay. And I'd be like, Hey, look at this beautiful house. Here's the kitchen, stainless steel appliances, tile floors. Look at the back patio. There's a pool back there. There's a little canal, blah, blah, blah. Okay. People love this dude. They're bored. They're sitting on Facebook anyway for the next 40 minutes or however long they're going to be sitting on Facebook for. Why not watch your shit? You know, seriously. Get them to pay attention to you. And it might, you know, be just your grandma and your brother looking at it the first couple of times. But eventually, the people start sharing it and people start following you. Um, and, and if anything, they're going to learn that you're in real estate. It's going to get beat into their head every single day because you're doing something every single day. And they're going to say, oh, you know what? Oh, I think I saw that he posted that. Or I think I saw she was showing a house the other day. I guess she's in real estate now. Oh yeah, I guess she is. Blah, blah, blah. And it will start like that. It'll start just people talking about it, people talking about you. And eventually they will transact with you because you'll be the one on top of their mind when it comes to doing a real estate transaction. That's what you want. You want to be the top of mind person that they think about whenever they think about real estate, they're going to say, oh yeah, I heard so-and-so just got into real estate. I think I saw they posted something. You want that to be you and no one else. Because trust me, the absolute worst thing that can happen to you on social media, it's not a bad review anymore. Okay. What it is, is you sign on to Facebook or sign on to Instagram and it's a picture of somebody standing out in front of a house and it's, you know, hashtag grateful, so happy to have bought this house. And it was somebody that you knew and that they've known you for years. Yeah. They followed your stuff. They've liked your comments or your posts and you've liked their posts and they use somebody else for their real estate needs. That sucks. And you don't want to be that person. So you need to be on top of this. Like I said, uh, what I used to do back in the day, I'd do showings and just, like I said, go live, post pictures of maybe beautiful houses that just hit in your MLS. Obviously, make sure you abide by all the MLS rules. Um, but, uh, you know, don't let it hold you back either. Don't let somebody say, oh, I don't know if you can post that because of this or that. I'm just going to tell you, you're probably not going to get in trouble. And if you do get in trouble, they're just going to say, don't do it again. And then you'll learn your lesson. But uh, obviously don't act like it's your listing if it's not your listing, but posting something on your story, like some beautiful mansion that just got posted in the city next to you or whatever, you're not going to get in trouble. And somebody's not going to say, oh, he's trying to act like he's a listing. And nobody's saying that. Nobody cares that much. They're all trying to do deals and you need to be trying to do deals. And you need to be getting in front of people's faces. So like I said, uh, flood your social media. 
Um, you know, do the best you can to get in front of people and the people that you already know by using social media. Facebook is a great one. Like I said, Instagram, if you're on Twitter, use Twitter. I'm not much of a Twitter guy myself, but you should be if you are already. That's great. Snapchat, still pretty big. Um, kind of harder to post stuff on there to get people to respond, but you know, do what you can. Use polls, uh, you know, where you can select an answer that that tends to get a lot of people clicking on your stuff. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, also, the LinkedIn, I, I know I just mentioned it, but you definitely need to get on it to network too, uh, just with business professionals in your area and be posting on there as well, just like it's a Facebook. I mean, not as, you know, don't be as funny. It's, it's a little bit more business oriented, but you can, you can do whatever you want, uh, but you need to get on LinkedIn to make sure you're on that. Um, but yeah, uh, poor agent mindset was social media isn't serious advertising. Rich agent mindset is you need to flood social media because it is a great way to advertise, especially this day and age, especially if you're a younger agent. This is a great way to get your name out there. It's, you know, for the most part, absolutely free and you need to take advantage of it. Um, it goes around to uh, our first two topics, you know, the hit in your sphere, courage, courage to post right? And this third one, social media, you need to take advantage of it. Okay, guys, so we are about to round out about 30 minutes on this podcast. And I, I want to keep my podcast uh, right around this 30 minute mark. So I'm going to cut this one off for today. Uh, just kind of a recap, you know, poor agent first rich agent. Um, you know, we had sphere of influence, poor agent mindset was don't lean on your sphere. Rich agent is you need to. You need to absolutely lean on your sphere. Uh, courage. You know the poor agent says uh, you need money to make money. The rich agent. It, it, the actual truth behind the whole matter is you need courage to make money. You need to have guts. That's how you can make money. You don't need money to make money. Uh, and the third thing we talked about today was social media. Uh, poor agent believes social media isn't serious advertising, while the rich agent knows that it is a great way to advertise, the cheapest way to advertise, and the best way to get in front of the people that already know you. Thanks again for listening to the show, guys. If you do have any questions, uh, comments, or anything like that, I'd love to hear from you. Um, and also, if you do have questions, I will probably post them on the show too, uh, with your permission, obviously. My email is trentbrands at usa.com. That's Trent, T-R-E-N-T-B-R-A-N-D-S at usa.com. If you want to send me an email, I'd love to answer you, and I'd love to answer you in this podcast just so that um, I can kind of give feedback to everyone all at once. Um, this was the first episode of Mini. Um, this is actually the first in a couple for this new agent series. Uh, this was the main three things that I wanted to answer. And uh, then, you know, for the next couple episodes, I, I think I'll probably break it down into two more um, episodes will be my new agent series and then continue on after that with the Rich Agent, Poor Agent uh, podcast. But until next time, keep hustling, guys. I believe in you. And I'll see you on the next one.